0: Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered to Live Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Rhiannon Stahl, a Christian life coach, writer, wife, and mother of four. I help empower women to transform their lives one thought at a time. In each episode, I'm going to provide inspiration that empowers you to transform your spirit, soul, and body by breaking through limiting beliefs and live the life you were designed to. You definitely can do more than you know, but you will rarely do more than you think. Welcome back, friends. This is episode nine, and I'm Rhiannon, your host. And today, I was planning to talk about love, and it is a worthy topic for sure, and one that I can never explore the full depths of. But I believe is a foundational truth that we do need to dive into and truly have our lives built on. Otherwise, we won't have the proper identity to know that who we are in Christ and how deeply He loves us. If we don't live from that place, we're going to live um, under are full of potential and what he's created us to be. But today, as I've found myself pondering the last couple days, um, the, the end of this year and the beginning of something new, 2022 is upon us, just a few days away. And with that brings a lot of thoughts of beginning something new or how we have completed the previous year and how we want to enter the next season. And for me, I, and I think that probably this would be for others as well. And that's why I wanted to share it as much as it's actually created a lot of frustrated feelings and feelings of disappointment and kind of being alone, I know I can't be the only one because every time I get in that place and the enemy wants to tell me that I'm the only one and I'm the only one that's failing or I'm the only one that's struggling um, and I choose to share those things, I get such a positive response hearing from others how they have had some of the same questions or issues or struggles. So I just wanted to chat through that a little bit today, think about some of the things that as much as we have this sense of that this should be a really exciting joyful time we've just come off of Christmas and hoping that it was a great celebration for all of you and um, here in the Pacific Northwest we got a bunch of snow the day after Christmas and family's still in town and cousins are playing and the snow's been fun there's still this sense for me as much as it should be joyful and happy of kind of a stress of needing to produce and needing to create and needing to have this well laid out plan in order to make sure that 2022 or next year or next season we're stepping into whatever whatever day or season or time that may be is better than what we just left and I'm not so sure that that is exactly the Lord's plan for us whenever something comes to mind that feels like a burden and feels like stress or adds overwhelm to my life or makes me highlight in my own head, if nothing else, all the flaws that I have, and then in turn makes me grumpy towards those in my family or the ones that are around me, then I have a feeling I'm finally starting to clue in that this is not God putting these things on me. Although I do believe that planning and purpose and writing a vision down and making it plain so that we can run when we read those words, like the book of Hosea, I believe it is, tells us, that is truth and that is wisdom to Put some planning and forethought into um, our lives, but it doesn't mean that we have to have every detail laid out. It doesn't mean that if we haven't changed five things by the beginning of January, then we're going to set ourselves up for failure. So we need to find balance. We need to find what our motivation is for moving uh, towards a new direction. Is it because we really believe God has something better for us in this new season or next season? because he promises good. He promises that he's gone before us and that he's there for us, that he walks beside us. And we know that he is absolutely good. Therefore, the plans that he has for us, just like it says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, the plans I have for you, I, he knows what they are. They're plans to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a future hope And so we can trust that he is for us and not against us, that he is going to be faithful to us and that he's already gone into our tomorrows and he knows what they hold. It says in the book of Matthew that we are not to worry about tomorrow, um, what we will eat or drink or what we will wear, that tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. And so we are just to be thankful and grateful today for what God's given us. So if you're like me, as you're looking ahead and feeling a bit overwhelmed by the potential in a good way and the opportunity for change, but that feels like a burden instead of the joy that it should be, then let's take a step back together and prayerfully consider what God is calling us to and think about the um, intentions of our lives, the things that god has already put in us the things that come naturally out of us and then the places that we want to grow because i do believe that it is important that we continue to grow we can't continue to flourish and walk as followers of god and stay in the same spot that we are day after day that's just not possible just like an infant when they are born they are intended to grow and change they go from learning to sit up and roll over to crawling and then walking and then running and all of the um, wonderful things. It's so fun to watch children bloom and grow as they explore the world around them and take in everything that they're learning. And I think we should be the same. It says that we must come to God and come to faith like a child, just accepting it for what it is and all the joy and excitement. Um, But sometimes I have turned that growth and that excitement into a burden. And again, that's not God's plan. That's when I make it into my own plan because his yoke is easy and his burden is light because he is easy to please and he will not give us something that's ill-fitting. When we are yoked to him, there will be an ease even though it's hard. Hard things are good things and I think that for too many years I um, did not put those two things together. I thought that if it was hard, I was probably doing something wrong or I was um, had made a bad choice and I made it hard on myself. I don't know, just these silly lies. And I didn't recognize that hard things are good things, that nothing in life that's easy is good. I was just telling this to my kids the other day that most of the things that come easy are not the things that are the best for us. We think of fast food or junk food or microwave meals, things that are not healthy for our bodies. Um, they come through in a pinch on a very rare occasion, but they are not what should sustain us day to day if we want to grow and flourish the way that God intends us to. And the same can be um, said for planning for our futures or diving, uh, diving excuse me into God's word in a deeper way or making connections that are lasting with other people. The good things are not going to be the easy things, but... To God be the glory, because those are the things that he is co-laboring with us through. He has called us to be partners with him, and we are not left on our own to figure them all out, to struggle through life, but we are given the Holy Spirit. He is our superpower. He is um, the one that has been put inside of us. It says that he is our counselor and our teacher. He is our helper, and uh, those are things that I need on a daily basis. So I hope that you can look at this new year as an opportunity to uh, not necessarily run full steam ahead, but to take a step back and ask the Lord, what do you want for me in this next year? I started uh, just a couple of years ago asking the Lord for a word for the year, and I know some people are really great about doing this, and I've always done it, kind of set their intention or their motivation for the year ahead. Other people are against it for different reasons, but it doesn't mean that's the only thing, obviously, that God can speak or use um, in the next season. But it does and has been a blessing the last couple of years as a reminder throughout the year of the the word that the Lord spoke to me and how true it has been and how it's been an encouragement right at the right time when I'm getting frustrated or discouraged. And so you can pray for something as simple as a single word or phrase that can kind of be an anchor hope for your soul when things get hard or weary it also brings an excitement because god speaks encouraging good things even when they're hard one year i heard the word bold and courageous and i was like "Uh oh what's that gonna mean but it was encouraging and exciting and like okay god i know that nothing is impossible with you and you will give me the strength and courage to do the hard things again that are good to help me grow because that's my heart's deepest desire and i think that really is all of us, our desire is to grow and change and have something new and have something better. And with Jesus, that's possible. So you can pick a word or phrase, or you can go through and write down some goals. I always used to say, which is so pitiful, but um, that I don't set goals because then I can't fail at anything. (laughs) When the reality of that was I wasn't setting goals because I was walking in fear, fear of rejection or fear of failure, um, fear of, being proven right that I wasn't good enough, like I was worried that was true, and uh, it really produced the opposite in me because then I would get to the end of each year and just be frustrated that I didn't feel like I had accomplished or focused on things the way I should have, that I hadn't been as intentional with my family as I wanted to be. And so this year, I want to step in. I have prayed and asked the Lord for a word, and I felt like He gave that to me right away, and I'm excited um to continue to hear that repeated and to watch it unfold as the year progresses and i do want to set some goals but i don't want them to be so overwhelming that i am immediately discouraged if i don't see this huge um, harvest by the end of january because that is definitely a piece of it too is it's through faith and patience that we receive the promise And so sometimes I have great faith that God can do anything and I'll go full force, but then I don't have the patient endurance to see it through. And I will quit before I receive the prize because I get frustrated or, um, yeah, really kind of respond in an immaturity, wanting something immediately. It's that... uh, instant gratification the society that we've lived in back to the fast food we want things instantly and we're frustrated and upset if it doesn't happen the way we want when we want it and it really is when i look at it from that lens it really is such a poor perspective and not trusting that god's ways are better than our ways and that something that's cooked (laughs) back to food analogy cooked or produced in our life over time is going to be so much richer and so much better than something that happens in less than three minutes So I hope this has been um, something that you can identify with or be an encouragement to you that even if you are ending this year feeling frustrated or like it hasn't been what you anticipated, that it doesn't have to end there and that there is more ahead and there is greater growth and there is new ground for you to take new territory. There are greater heights for your family and depths of relationship um, with God and with others. But it's going to take time and it will take some hard work, but it's going to be good work because you know you'll be doing the things that God has called you to do and that he's right there with you to support you and help you and encourage you all along the way and that he is faithful to his word and that he does not waste anything in our lives, that he will use every situation, even the ones where we stumble and fall and make poor choices when we turn back to him and we we repent. And ask for him to forgive us for stepping out beyond what we should or outright sinning. He is so gracious and merciful. And he will teach us a lesson through that and put us right back on the path to his perfect plan for our lives. So don't lose heart. Keep going strong. And God will show himself faithful on your behalf. There are better days ahead. The best is yet to come. I wholeheartedly believe that, and there is more. So don't let the enemy whisper in your ear that this is all there is, and life is only going to be hard and overwhelming, because I've believed those lies before as well, and we kind of get with this um, fatalistic mentality, and that is the opposite of what Jesus offers. Jesus offers hope as an anchor for our soul. And hope brings us with an excitement to our each new day, knowing that his mercy is new every morning and that we can choose to put our thoughts and minds back on who Jesus is. And he will give us peace and he will give us joy and he will speak to us and lead us through the power of his Holy Spirit and through his word, bringing us into the wide open space of his love. So I hope uh, again that this was encouraging. If it was, can you share it with somebody else? and just uh, write a review. Let me know what you thought of it or chat with me on social media, letting me know if there's any way I can be praying for you or supporting you in this season. The better days are ahead and I'm excited to see and hear testimonies of what God has shown you and what he's going to do in and through you as you lean into him and rejoice at the hope that we have. Even if today doesn't feel exciting, we know that the best is yet to come and tomorrow is a new day. Thank you for listening today. If this episode encouraged or empowered you please share with a friend and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes you can follow me on social media at whole self life coach or on the web at rianneinstall.com or the wholeselflifecoach.com remember when we change our thoughts we change our life